Last time on Improv Tabletop, we met our new heroes, the citizens of the lovely and quaint Animal Station, a wild, wild west town full of lovely animal critters, among them being Lila Bell, the penguin pastry shop owner, Mayor Brimpus, the monkey mayor, quote-unquote, of Animal Station, and the sole human visitor to Animal Station, Sheriff Pitt Stone, the lawman for hire. We went around town, got to know these people a little bit, when a dark wind came into town, a wind that rode on mechanical spider legs, and is, uh, I guess in our world we committed this creature to being a male giraffe. The real Peaches is a female horse, it turns out, so we made a mistake, but you know what? This is our show, so we can do what we want. (laughs) Checkmate, haters. (laughs) (laughs) So... Peaches came into town, Professor Peaches, stopped by the bakery to be skeevy for a bit and to pick up a muffin for Dr. Blathers at the museum, who he had a quote-unquote special important meeting with. But when our heroes showed up at the museum to make sure everything was okay, that same muffin had been used to asphyxiate Dr. Blathers, and Peaches is nowhere to be seen. What happened? Why did Peaches kill Dr. Blathers? Where has Peaches gone to? Let's find out here in the world of Animal Station. What's shaking, everybody? You're listening to Improv Tabletop, the Fate RPG actual play where we make up everything on the spot. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and today I'm joined by... McKenna Steele, the shy fly. Connor Wood, the second place 2019 Playmill Mario Kart champion. Runner-up. Caleb Anderton, the enthusiastic koala? I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry. Once you finally play Animal Crossing, you'll understand what it's all about. Okay. Someday I I will be in this loop. Well, back into the world of Animal Station... Well, darn tootin', that is unfortunate. You just discovered a dead body. How do you deal with that? Let old Latimer Pyle, the helpful tutorial armadillo, let you know. There might be some clues hidden around this museum. You find the right clues, you might find your murderer. I'm going to disappear into the void now. Bye. And Latimer disappears into the void. Now, now this might be a subject for another time. I know we have a murder on our hands, but remember how I said that them cattle rustlers are really, really creepy because nobody's never seen them, and it's almost like they're not human? That there armadillo fella, he can just disappear into the void, and I think he might have something to do with the cattle rustlers, which I think also might have something to do with this Peaches feller. Yeah, he's like suspect number two. Peaches is definitely the worst forever, but uh, Latimer's weirdo, okay? He hasn't even mentioned the A button once, so I don't even know if he's really with a tutorial armadillo or not. He seems to know too much about everything, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Well, perhaps next time we see him here in our location, we'll have to pull him aside and maybe just ask him a few questions. I intend to. Hmm. Although I will say, he did have a point about investigating this here museum and this here body. We, we want to find some condemning evidence if we really are going to bring Professor Peaches to justice. I mean, innocent until proven guilty. We do not know that it was Peaches. I mean, we're, we're pretty gosh darn sure, but uh, we got to let's look for some clues, all right? Oh, no, it was absolutely Peaches, but that silver tongue, beep, 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 beep. Hey, it, we got to find everything we can against him. 
Well, here's what I'm thinking. There are about four different sections of this here museum that we could go and look through. We have the fossils, and we have the fish, we have the bugs, and we have the art portion. So I'm thinking that it might be best for us to split up, and then we can check that last one together. That's a great idea. I run towards the art. I, 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 I monkey run towards the art. I'm going to the art section. And I will split the difference and run to the fossils. All right, well, I'm not very keen on them bugs right there, so I think I'm going to head on over to the fish because I might just be a little hungry as well. (laughs) All right, everybody go ahead and roll to overcome with clever against a difficulty of two. Ooh, zero. Ooh, a plus four. A two. Very nice, very nice. So as you guys are each looking around in your respective areas, Mayor, you're looking around at all of the art and what's kind of the internal monologue that is distracting Mayor Brimpus from being able to find anything as he's looking around at the art? Uh, Mayor Brimpus is distracted by a clearly fake painting of the famous Venus rising from the shell. But instead of the shell, it's half of a peanut shell. And the Mayor Brimpus is just thinking, I need, I need to have that in my mouth, this here peanut <laughs> mm. So obviously nothing is to be found here by Mayor Brimpus, who is no pretty fixated on this fake painting. But we'll go ahead and head over now to the fossils, uh, where the sheriff, you have been looking around. You weren't quite as perceptive as Lila was in this situation, but you look around and you find something on the floor by one of the exhibits. It's a little stub of paper, it looks like. Hmm, I pick up that stub of paper and I inspect it to see if there's any writing or anything like that on it and I see that there is indeed something written on it. Yeah, it is what appears to be a ticket stub. The information that you can glean from this ticket stub, it is a train ticket from Tuacon to Animal Station, a two-way ticket. This is the first of two tickets and it has already been used. Mmm, just like the famous banana stagecoach robbery of several weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) So if this is a two-way ticket from Tuacon to Animal Station, and only one of the tickets has been used, hmm. Mmm, indeed. I will give it one more look-see around, and I will make my way back to the group. All right. Now, Lila Bell, in the fish exhibit, as you're looking around, you can see that there are a bunch of artifacts that are being used as kind of set dressing within the fish tanks, and some of these are themselves artifacts, things that uh, Dr. Blathers has collected throughout the years and has put in there to kind of spice up the fish exhibit. And you get to one section And, well, you notice that there are two particular exhibits where there's a plaque indicating that something should be there, but the thing is not there. Hmm. The first plaque mentions something about the sacred bovine. Uh, This, as you read the description, it's this carving of a cow that would be used in, like, shamanistic rituals. (laughs) And the second one is similarly a special carving that would be used in shamanistic rituals, but this one is of a banana. And both of them are missing. Interesting. Now, I'm to probably assume here that this has a lot to do with that stagecoach robbery of all the bananas and the cows that are going missing here in our town. Well, we'll have to go ahead and head over to the library and see what we can find on these shaman rituals as well. 
and I'll go ahead and make my way back to the group as well, and so we can check the one last room. Yeah, you guys all meet up in the main area. I found this painting, and I showed it to them. Well, that is incorrect. You shouldn't take that off the walls. That's museum property. I am the mayor, and the museum man is dead. Making this museum here mine. (laughs) (laughs) What did you all find? Y'all get anything good? Well, uh, remember when I said that I suspected that Peaches had something to do with that stagecoach robbery of the shipment of bananas? Look here. Found me a ticket stub from Tuacon here to Animal Station. Two-way ticket, but only one way has been used. You don't say. We'll have to check with the station, see if they have any records on this here ticket. How about you, Lila Bale? What did you find? Well, interestingly enough, I did notice that there are two little statues missing from the part of the museum that I was looking at. There was a cow and a banana. And both of these are ones that I have heard talked about, and I read on the plaques as well, that they're used in some sort of ritual. So I was thinking we could make our way over to the library and maybe pay a little visit to our sweet librarian there and see what uh, she might have to say about the matter. So it seems like we've got some good leads here. Uh, If that monster took the banana statue, all the more reason to hang him from them there gallows. What do y'all think? Should we go to the station or the library first? Well, I was wondering, do you think there's a need to check the bug room? I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm quite like Blathers in that regard where I don't really enjoy bugs. I don't like bugs neither. I ain't never... Let's skip it, there's no clues. I ain't never been afraid of a bug in my life, and I march into the bug room all alone. Sheriff Pitstone, no! I'll, 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 I'll go in after him, but like, keep some distance. I'm gonna just go ahead and I'm gonna sit right by Blathers and... Um, oh, you dead Blathers? <laughs> by dead Blathers and just... Maybe just read his journal or something and see if I can get any juicy details. His journal he keeps in his pocket at all times. (laughs) It's just right there. Oh, man. All right. So we're going to follow the sheriff and the mayor into the bug exhibit. And you walk in there and it is very dark. While the rest of the areas of the museum were still illuminated, it looks like the lamps have been turned down in this one. Perhaps Blathers never came in to open this place today because he hates the bugs so much. But you get in there and you look around and you see all of these bug carapaces all mounted on their various plaques and whatnot scattered about the place. And you recall your conversations with Blathers in the past, like you especially, Mayor, uh, having spoken with Blathers in times past about your mutual hatred of bugs. You recall this conversation with Blathers where he was like, You know, part of the difficulty is it's just such a creepy place. I swear, sometimes when I'm in there alone by myself, it's almost as if I can see them moving out of the corner of my eye. Yeah, I think think back on that uh, conversation and shudder as I think I see them moving out of the corner of my eye. I freeze. Hey, uh, Mr. Mayor, is it just me who saw those bugs just move out of the corner of my eye? Uh, yeah, about that, Sheriff Pitstone. No, it was also me who saw those bugs move out of the corner of my eye. I think we should maybe leave. Bugs. It had to be bugs. 
as you turn back to the entrance to the exhibit, you go as if you're about to step out, but you can see that the way is blocked by a tide of bug carapaces moving by themselves, swarming up in front of you, barring your way from your exit. Oh man, this is the worst day of my monkey life again. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to enter into a conflict with these bugs, but first we're going to go over to where Lalabelle is sitting next to Dead Blathers and you've got his journal that you're leafing through. Go ahead and roll to overcome with clever to see if you can pick up some good info. Good information. Actually, I'll say you can make that clever or sneaky because looking through somebody's private records is probably something that Lila Bell has done before with her sneakiness. More than likely, I'd like to invoke the town gossip Mm. and I would like to re-roll. Yeah, you're looking for juicy details, anything juicy that you can share with the people over at your bakery. That's uh, I think that's an appropriate use. All right, it's only a plus three. Plus three, all right, so not too bad. You're looking through and you're finding bits and pieces of records of Blather's past interactions with Professor Peaches. And he talks about Professor Peaches' strange interest in the occult, in the rituals that the native shamans would practice. And he mentioned how Peaches had done experiments and he'd come to talk to Blathers about them, but Blathers wanted nothing to do with it. How even the mechanical legs that Peaches wears are the result of these strange dark rituals. And towards the end, the writings get more frantic as Peaches is starting to get deeper and deeper into these things and sharing them with Blathers. And one of the most recent journal entries is when you start seeing the things about how Blathers thinks the bugs are moving. And he starts to wonder if maybe Peaches did something to those bugs. Mm. And as I read that last part, I go, (gasps) and then I close the book really fast. And I say, Blair, the sweetheart, I know you're dead, but stay put, all right, dear. And then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bravely run into the bug room and be like, Pumpkin, sugar pie, are you all right in here? And then I'm going to get scared and then I'm going to be like, oh, hold on, Pumpkin, sugar pie, are you all right in here? And try and be a little bit more sneaky as I'm going in. All right. Well, we're going to get into the conflict in earnest here. So there are a lot of bugs, like a Mm -mm. lot, a lot Mm -mm. of bugs. As much as Blathers hated them, he must have had some very studious and very dedicated contributors uh, bringing these specimens to the museum for him. So they're climbing down off of the walls, climbing out of their cases and just piling up into these big swarms to attack you guys. And you can see each one of them has this strange dull green glow beneath their eyes Mm. as they start to attack you guys. This is my worst nightmare. (laughs) I get out all my bananas and I I ready myself for fight. All right. Since uh, the mayor here is being pretty quick on his feet, let's go ahead and start with you. What would you like to do in the fight against the bugs? I would like to just start throwing bananas at bugs. (laughs) I I don't know what to do else besides All right. Well, let's have you then go ahead and roll to attack. I mean, this is kind of more of a brute force kind of approach that you're taking. So roll to attack with forceful. 
plus three. Plus three. The bugs are going to defend with quick, getting a plus three as well. Ooh, nice. So on a tie for your attack, that means that your attack doesn't harm the target, but you do gain a boost. Okay. So the boost that I'm going to give to you is adrenaline. You're just freaked out by these bugs, so you can go ahead and use that boost later on to your advantage. Very cool. Okay. And Mayor Brimpus, who would you like to go next? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look over to I, I assume Sheriff is a little closer to me, so I look over to him aggressively, like, my banana's missed. You gotta do something. You know, that's what my eyeballs are saying. I read those eyeballs and I I look up above the door where all of these bugs are swarming in, the entryway, and I whip out my gun and I shoot three times above the door to crash the support beam down on them and squish a whole lot of them. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, roll to attack with clever as they defend with quick. That is a plus two, but um, I'm going to spend a fate point to add two to that, or rather I'm going to invoke my high concept aspect of Lawman for hire. I have been hired to do a job and these bugs are standing in the way of my job. So that makes that a plus four. Very nice. The bugs rolled a plus one to defend. So you do three stress to these bugs and this particular swarm you crush like a good three quarters of all the bugs in here with this falling debris coming from the ceiling. That's right. And what's very interesting, uh, I'll say all of you can go ahead and roll to overcome with clever to see if you notice something in that moment. Ooh, plus three. Also plus three. Plus two. All right. So the mayor and the baker, you happen to notice as the support beam falls out, there is something that was up in the rafters that was gleaming in an odd way that fell down with the rubble and kind of got covered up by some of it. Interesting. Yeah, so Sheriff, you have uh, defeated a bunch of these bugs. Who would you like to go next? I uh, look over at uh, Miss Bell and I say, hey, thanks for uh, coming to help us. Help. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm going to go ahead and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my cinnamon and sugar and I'm going to toss it off to the side away from us in the hopes that the sugar will draw the bugs because the bugs love sugar, but the cinnamon is going to make them die. <laughs> Interesting. I'll say roll to create an advantage with Clever. Pest control at its sweetest. Ooh, that's a plus four. Ooh. Oh, very nice. So you have succeeded with style uh, in this creating an advantage. So we're going to create a new aspect here. The aspect is, we're just going to call it the ants love their sugar. And you're going to get two free invokes on that aspect. Yes, I love that. And who would you like to go next? Oh, wait, there's only one person that hasn't gone so far in this exchange, and that is the bugs. Oh. Ah! So the bugs are not very happy about having some intruders in here. So each of these swarms of bugs is going to try and swarm up on one of you. And they're just attacking forcefully, trying to bite and claw and dig into you. So we'll start with the ones that are attacking the sheriff. They get a minus two to attack the sheriff. Oh yeah, no bugs want any part of this. All right, Uh, how would you like to defend? Uh, I'd like to forcefully just kick him off. If any bug tries to come near, gets a kick right in the face, the buggy face. I love it. All right, roll to defend with forceful. 
plus three. Oh, very nice. So you definitely have succeeded with style in this defense. So not only do you not get damage, but you gain a boost against the bugs. And the boost that I'm going to give to you is big old boots. <laughs> you can crush these guys under your steel-toed cowboy boots. That's right. All right. Now that the bugs are done, we're going to pass the turn over to Lila Bell. All right. Since I'm kind of over here, I'm going to go ahead and go and investigate what had fallen, the weird gleaming thing that had fallen with the rafters. All right. So, yeah, you start digging through and you find a little carving. It appears to be carved out of red sandstone in the shape of a beetle. And what's interesting is the lines carved on the beetle's shell indicating like where the wing covers are and the lines on the bottom of the abdomen. And there's a couple strange markings on it. They are all glowing with the same dull greenness that you see in the eyes of all of these bugs. Interesting. I'm going to go ahead and pocket that. All right. And as you pocket that, you notice that the bugs have taken notice of the fact that you have this and they are not happy about it. Oh no, oh no, I'm gonna say, Sheriff, might you help a pretty face in need? What? Yes, Miss Bell, what, what can I help you with? The bugs, Sheriff. They seem to be quite upset with me. Oh, oh yeah. Um, I'm gonna invoke my stunt and I'm gonna try to blind all the rest of these buggy bugs with my flash the badge. All right, so yeah, you come out there and you kapow, impose this condition of blinded on all of the bugs. So this is a consequence that I'm going to give them. And because they are blinded, you all can use that consequence against them to potentially get a better attack against them or something like that. And go ahead and roll to create an advantage to see how many free invokes we'll give you on that. Plus one. Plus one. All right, so you're going to get one free invoke on the fact that the bugs are now blinded. And I'll turn back to Miss Bell and I'll say, now how was that, sugar? Oh, well, Sheriff, the mayor's right there. I'm, I'm looking at my painting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mayor, roll to overcome with clever to see if you even notice that these two are making eyes at each other. Okay, yeah, nice. Ooh, that is a negative one. Ooh. <laughs> 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 yeah, Mayor, you have no idea. But yeah, Sheriff, uh, who would you like to go next? I'll notice that, you know, she says that the mayor's right there. And I'll look over at the mayor and see that he is indeed staring at this painting. And I'll say, uh, Mayor, look alive. Take care of these bugs. Oh, oh. I, uh, in a panic, <laughs> I raise the painting above my head and I chuck it at the bugs. <laughs> All right. Roll to attack with forceful. All right. That's a plus three. Oh my gosh. Very nice. The bugs only got a minus one yes. to defend. So you have succeeded with style. You can either deal the full four damage against the bugs, or you can reduce it by one to get another boost. I'm gonna deal the full four. All right. You throw the painting, and right as you throw it, like the bugs are swarming up against Lila Bell. They don't like the fact that she has this strange carving here. And they're getting into like an attack formation. And that attack formation is a rectangle. They're trying to do like a phalanx thing. And that rectangle is exactly the shape and size of the painting of Venus. <laughs> and you toss it on top of them and it exactly covers the area that they are swarmed in and crushes all of them in one fell blow. Yeah. <laughs> oh 
my gosh. Awesome. I eat a victory banana. <laughs> that was the best thing I've ever seen you do in my life. Thank you. That's why I'm the mayor. I never thought you needed to be mayor more than I do right now. Well, remember to re-elect me when elections are invented. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the bugs are the only ones who have not gone at this point. So the two remaining swarms of bugs, one of them is completely uninjured. The other one has already been injured quite a bit by uh, the rubble falling from the ceiling. But they're both going to swarm at Lila Bell. No! And more particularly, they're trying to get at your satchel where you stowed away that little trinket. I, I definitely thought that we just took them all out. Okay, good. I did too. Uh, I did not realize there were two more swarms. We had a lot of bugs in this old room. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the first one, well, they're both going to try and attack you forcefully. And I'm going to say actually that uh, we're just going to have one of them do the assist action for the other one to increase the result by one. So that is a plus three, including the assist. How would you like to defend? I would like to run and hide behind a tree so they cannot find me. (laughs) All right. Roll to defend with Sneaky, then. One of those indoor potted trees in a museum. (laughs) (laughs) I have to think really skinny thoughts. Ooh, um, I'm going to re-roll an apple pie a day keeps the bad stuff away. Uh, Using that since I eat an apple pie about every day. Yeah, just an average breakfast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's going to be a plus three. Plus three. So you are currently tied. The bugs, however, they really, they have an aspect that you haven't discovered yet. No. uh, That really uh, depends on this here trinket. So they are going to spend a fate point. Are they going to spend two fate points? No, they're not. Hmm. In general, you can only spend one fate point per aspect, and they only really have the one aspect, so that means they're only going to get to spend one fate point, bringing their attack up to a plus five, dealing two stress to Lila Bell. Okay, I can take it. Yeah, you feel the nibbling on your webbed toes. So now that the bugs are done, uh, the turn is going to get passed to, let's say, the sheriff. All right, I see all these bugs swarming Miss Lila Bell over there and I'd like to take my gun and blast them off of her person very carefully. All right, then roll to attack with careful so that you don't accidentally shoot the pretty face. Don't shoot me. They're going to try and defend quickly. That is a plus four, but I am going to invoke their blinded aspect. Mm. Can I add to that by invoking that aspect? Yeah, that brings it up to a plus six. Yeah, plus six with my six shooter. (laughs) All right. Well, they rolled a minus one. So you have, I'm I'm going to spend one more fate point on that defense to bring it. So it's only a a plus five against them. But uh, yeah, that's still quite a bit of damage you've done there and in fact that is exactly enough damage to pick off the remainder of these bugs so what does this awesome fanning the hammer sort of moment look like yeah just whip out that six shooter i shot three times before i've got three more shots before i need to reload and i will just and blast them right off her person the the bullets just skim right by her, perhaps tearing ever so slightly into her fluffy apron that she's got on. (laughs) But she is unharmed and these bugs are gone. That is correct. Oh, heaven bless you, Sheriff. I was mighty worried there. But you guys will have to look at at what I found. 
and I go and I pull out the little bug trinket thing out of my pocket and say, it seemed to me like these little bug fellas were drawn to this as soon as I picked it up. I believe that's why they might have been attacking me. They had the same glowing aspect. What is interesting though, as you pull it out, it is no longer glowing. Mm. Well, I could have sworn it was glowing. Maybe, maybe when we head to the library, we can ask little Daisy about it and see what she has to say. Was it kind of a green glow like them bugs had in their eyes? It was exactly like the green glow they had in their eyes. Interesting. It's mighty spooky. So you guys decide that you want to head on over to the library to talk to little Daisy. And uh, as you leave the museum, there's a little ding, 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 ding as you depart. The little tip of the hat to Blathers as you leave. Are we just leaving him there? No, he's got the bugs. <laughs> keep him company. <laughs> little ghost bugs. And now we have a ghost Blathers wandering. Yeah, the dead bugs to keep dead Blathers company. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I've reloaded, and on my way out, I shoot that stupid bail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you head through the town to the library. And as you walk inside, ding, 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 ding. You see little Daisy is there on top of the front counter. Uh, this cute little sheep woman, pretty aged, her eyes kind of squinty behind her large, large glasses. Uh, but she looks up at you and peers out towards you from that big floof of fleece around her face. And she just says, Well, now that darling, it's a pleasure and a delight to see you here in the library. How might Daisy be of service to you today? Daisy, people are dying, okay? People are dying out there. Dying? That's never happened in Animal Station before. I know, but Professor, gosh dang it, Peaches has come to town. Blathers got murdered by a muffin, and then all these bugs tried to kill us. Something is dearly amiss. Well, goodness gracious, do you have any information that little Daisy might be able to use to spark the memory? Lila Bell, show her what you found. Well... This is one of the first things that I noticed. It was this little bug relic. It began to glow, as you can see, it's um, made out of a red sandstone. And it began to glow just like these bugs were glowing. And as soon as I picked it up, they started swarming me like like a lot more than they were swarming everybody else. (laughs) That is the strangest thing. And she reaches up and holds out her hooves uh, as if asking for you to hand it to her. Oh, of course, dear. And as she takes it and begins inspecting it, you remember since you rolled so well in your investigation earlier, you remember reading on the plaques that the two statues that were stolen were also made out of red sandstone. Which brings me to another question I have for you, Miss Daisy. Now, you see, another thing that I noticed while we were there and poor Blathers was dead as a doornail on the floor... I noticed that there were a couple other statues that were missing from the collection at the museum. It was a sacred bovine, a cow statue, and a banana statue. And I read they were both made of red sandstone, so I'm wondering if this maybe has something to do with each other. I do know that there's been some signs of, well, you didn't hear this from me, but in Blather's journal, I was taking a little reading at it, (laughs) and it turns out that Professor Peaches Well, he might be a little bit involved in the occult kind of rituals that we have kind of as a mythology around here. And he's been taking a little bit of interest and I think these all might have to deal with that. And I'm I'm just wondering if maybe your well-read brain has any idea or any clue as to what might be going on here. Well, fluff my fleece, you always do have the best gossip, Lila Bell. 
Now, that does remind me of something that I think we have in the special section. And she starts leading you into a rear room of the library. And as she leads you, she expounds, saying, Now, Blathers found an ancient set of scrolls when he was out doing an excavation one day. And he said that they maybe belonged in a library. I said it belongs in a museum. But he insisted that we bring them to the library so that people could read them. Because that's what you do in libraries. Well, I did just that. I read all the way through them. And there was some chilling stuff to be found inside. And she sits you down on a table and pulls out a large, uh, like, adobe urn and puts it up on the table and tips it on its side, and you can see a few scrolls spill out, and she begins unfurling one of them, and you see drawings on these scrolls, these various little things carved out of sandstone that people use as, like, ritual focuses. And as she goes through the scroll, you eventually come to one that looks exactly like the little bug that you discovered. And she looks at it and reads the passage next to it and says, But it looks here like this one that you have found. The ritual behind this is to give life to that which has gone to the other side. Well, does it say how? Well, the details of the ritual are not very well known in this particular passage, but one who has practiced in these occult arts may be able to use these rituals to find a dead creature and bring some sort of unnatural life to it. That must be what Peaches did with them bugs, Lila. That's what I was thinking. All those bugs, I mean, I know Blathers, he wouldn't want to keep live bugs in there. Now, if you're saying that Peaches managed to use this here ritual focus, that must mean that Peaches is versed in the ways of the rituals, that Peaches might be able to use similar objects to do similar things. Uh, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that's a bad thing. Peaches is a monster from, I don't know, like the 12th circle of whatever lies below our feet. (laughs) So we got to make a point to make sure whatever Peaches is planning with all this doesn't come to fruition. Otherwise, my little town here is going to be just a stinky mark on the earth. And I don't want that. (laughs) Well, I suppose perhaps then we'd better see if we can find out what's going on with those other two statues that gone missing. I suppose so. Uh, Lila Bell, you said it was a banana and uh, cows? That is correct. So what do we know? We know that Peaches has been involved with the cattle rustling. And we also know that Peaches has been involved in banana theft from the stagecoach. From my stagecoach? This is getting bad. Now, Mr. Mayor, you're going to have to put aside your personal vendetta here and focus a bit more so that we can find what we need to find. I believe that your judgment might be clouded by your personal vendetta toward Peaches here. You're right, Sheriff Pitstone. But how to set that aside and focus? I know, and I, I'm going to munch on a banana for a minute and calm my nerves. <laughs> and little Daisy says, Well, perhaps we can put you all to work in a little bit of a search. The details on those statuettes has to be somewhere in these scrolls. Well, no sense in wasting any time. Let's get started. Scroll reading montage? Yeah, so to, to get maybe a little bit metagamey, who among you has the highest clever approach? Mine is plus two. Mine is zero. I'm a plus one. It's me. All right. 
So let's go ahead then, and as a group, um, we can have the two of you assist Lila Bell to add plus two to whatever Lila Bell rolls to find the information in these scrolls. Uh, Potassium is pretty good for your eyesight, and eyesight's pretty good for reading. So, banana? (laughs) (laughs) Want banana? (laughs) That's it, yeah, 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 you're not wrong, yeah. I provide bananas. And Sheriff Stone, uh, what are you going to offer as assistance? I'm going to offer you can find water in the darndest places. Sometimes I might think to look in a place that is not the normal place in this scroll that you might think to look for what we're looking for, but I find it. Mm. Little resourcefulness. So I add plus two from each of them or plus two combined? It's plus one from each of them. So with your plus two already that you have for Clever, in total, this is going to be plus four. Ooh, would you fancy that? It's going to be plus five. Mm. Very nice. So you're scrolling through these scrolls and eventually you get to uh, a section in one and you can see illustrations that are very clearly a statue of a cow and a statue of a banana. And these two are very closely linked. Uh, It talks about the spiritual essences of the cows and the bananas and how they both have very strong kind of conjuration magics to them. You know, the cow being a, a giver of life in so many ways, the milk that it offers, the flesh that it offers, the leather that you can use from it, and the bananas being the ultimate fruit of giving life, because obviously. Um, <laughs> and so the more of these you can get together, the more powerful of a ritual you'll be able to make to conjure something into this world and to give it permanence. Interesting. It seems Professor Peaches is trying to bring something to life. Uh, I, I must admit, I don't particularly know him too well. I wonder what that could be. More than that, bring something into existence itself. Knowing Peaches, he's trying to find some way to control everything. I imagine this thing he's bringing into existence is some sort of monster. Trying to give something permanence, that is strange. Yes, stranger than a danger in a manger. Let's see. (laughs) So, I can imagine that Peaches is making some big, horrible, ugly, terrible monster. That's theory one. Theory two, Peaches is making some bananas. What do you guys think? I mean, he's got the bananas, and he's got the cows. Yeah, it's going to be a monster. He's going to make a monster. Well, uh, yeah, this is bad. I'm just a little monkey, so I cannot uh, rule this town under the thumb of a monster, Uh, which I only presume is what Peaches is doing, but no on Peaches, it's probably horrible. Well, were there any clues as to where he may have sauntered off to next? Now, uh, I do know from my prior knowledge, I have the location of where I was going to have my stakeout tonight. And I didn't know exactly what nefarious deeds were going on, but I have a good feeling that tonight is when this is going to happen. And it's going to happen at the Field of Reckoning, just outside of town. Mm, I hate the Field of Reckoning. Well, let's gather some supplies and see if we can't get there before something real bad happens at the hands of that cyborg giraffe-looking horrible monster. 
What's going to happen at the stakeout? What are they going to find in the Field of Reckoning, which is a really freaking cool name, by the way? Let's find out next week on Improv Tabletop. Thanks so much for listening to our show. We'll be back next week with more adventures in the world of Animal Station. If you want more, go ahead and subscribe. Maybe even give us a review. We would be just as happy as Blathers would have been to have his entire museum rid of all of the bugs if he was still alive. (laughs) If you would go ahead and give us a positive review on the podcatcher of your choice. We are also on lots of the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. You can find us there. You can uh, comment on our posts with hashtag ImpTab setting or hashtag ImpTab aspect. If you would like to suggest a setting for us to play in or an aspect for one of our characters to use. And we'd, we would just be really happy to hear from you. We love interacting with our fans. Let's go ahead and do a round of plugs. So this is not going to be so much of a plug as it is going to be a request. You know, you know that I love beverages, and while I do enjoy a very fine and refined beverage like Fever Tree Tonic Water, uh, please sponsor us. I also <laughs> enjoy some of maybe the uh, more common things, like whenever Mountain Dew comes out with a new flavor, I gotta go try it. Well, Mountain Dew came out with two new flavors this year. Uh, flavors that are kind of variations on Baja Blast, but I have not been able to find them anywhere for the life of me. So any of you, if you find it, let me know where it is. Um, Maybe you are our one listener who lives in Germany that downloads our podcast every week. You know, even if you find it there, let me know. I don't know if I will ever make it to Germany, but hey, I appreciate you downloading our podcast every week. You've been here from like the beginning. You're great. Um... So, yeah, help me find some Mountain Dew. That's my plug. McKenna, what you got going on? I want to plug this really, really good recipe that I tried this week. I made a really, really good steak. And Mm -hmm. I did it for the sake of making Christian happy because he had a rough day. (laughs) And so it was from a TikTok user called at that dude can cook. And basically it was just putting the steak on there with some rosemary salt, if you know, you know, and then basting it with butter and just like dousing it while it's cooking and then taking it off and letting it rest and then putting it back in there and dousing it in butter again. But this time with like crushed garlic and thyme and then just you know, covering it up and it was really good and juicy and then taking it off and then pouring some butter right on top and letting it rest for just a little bit. And then you cut into it and it is delicious and juicy and wonderful. And I never thought of myself as a good steak cooker. And now I feel like a professional. So there's a little recipe of the week for you. It was delicious. Oh my gosh. I'm officially starving. (laughs) I know, my mouth is watering. I'm so hungry. So... As you started saying that, I was like, I need to look this up. And I, as soon as I started typing, that dude can cook, the first result that came up was rosemary salt. Ooh. Yeah, no, he's like super known for his rosemary salt. It's really yummy. It's, I'm trying to remember. I think it's got some garlic in there. There's sage and rosemary and kosher salt all mixed together. Shoot. Well, I don't want to undermine the importance of our plug section, but we need to end this soon so I can eat some food. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Connor, what you got going on? I would like to plug uh, the miracle of the microwave. Golly gee willikers. It just makes life a lot easier if you're still living in the stone age and don't have a microwave get a microwave for like 20 dollars idiot <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 
That's my plug. Nice. Kayla, what you got going on? Guys, I have plugged this before. I hope all of you are still bathing. I <laughs> hope that more of you are bathing with the soap that my wife makes, bookloversoaps.com. Uh, she also has an Etsy shop. Yeah, she does book-themed soaps. She also does uh, D20 dice soap um, <gasps> that have actually been very popular lately. She, those are the only ones she can customize. So if you've got a custom option, you can choose a scent, and you can choose a what you want the main dye to look like, and then the, what color the numbers are as well. It's pretty cool. She's gotten quite a few of those orders lately that uh, she's been sending out. So give it a look-see and see if you can make your bathing experience a little bit more fun. She's so wonderful. Nice. Mm-hmm. I love her. Me too. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, everybody, for joining us here in the world of Animal Station. I'm Ned Wilcock, your host and GM, and I've been joined by... McKenna Steele, the not-murderer. Connor Wood, the eater of peas. And Caleb Banderton, the fastest shooter of bugs in this here town in particular. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Much love and stuff. We'll catch you next week on Improv Tabletop. (laughs) 